This episode is brought to you by Allstate. Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere, like at your pregame barbecue. While you prep your meats, that grease trap you forgot to empty is prepping to smoke your porch, garage, and the car inside. And without the right home and auto insurance coverage, the cost to repair this could eat up your savings. So bundle home and auto with Allstate to save and get protected from mayhem like this. Bundled savings vary and are not available in every state. Coverage is subject to policy terms and conditions. Welcome to the Pants Cast, brought to you by Lululemon, a show about all things pants. My guest is Matt James, former NCAA player and Lululemon ABC pant enthusiast. Hi, great to be here. Matt, tell us all about those ABC pants. The comfort? They're like the pants I put on when I don't want to wear pants. Versatility? You could wear these pants to a wedding, but you could also wear these to a cookout. And what about style? They're like, if casual and cool, had a baby. Well, it's clear why you're an ABC enthusiast. Pleasure having you and your pants on the show. Thanks for having us. Find the shockingly comfortable ABC pants at lululemon.com. Missing the point. Football. It's uh, it's a wonderful time to be alive, gentlemen. It's I think the worst season of NFL football in my in my memory. I uh, I wanted to start off by talking about this. Like Bobby and I basically tried the Sisyphean task of doing a power ranking show every week, but it was kind of just bad news <laughs> after bad news. Like every we time just gave, we tried to, gave up. Yeah, I mean every time we tried to re rank the teams, it was like it was it was a who sucks worse contest every week, which is just fucking depressing. I mean. I, we have Mike Marcangelo joining us today. I don't know who I'm really talking to. He had to do a Patriots show every week this fucking year. So I think there was four weeks where you were talking about something like somewhat positive. And I um, enjoyed it because every time I tuned in to the MTP Boston show it, when they won, it would be to hear Ray complain about them winning and you being like, but, but, you know, th- this looked okay. Like maybe if we put this guy here and Ray being like, nah, nah, fuck that. No. Fuck all of them. Fuck everybody. It was really quite enjoyable, <laughs> honestly. But uh, I digress. I, I am DK Sizzle. I have Mike Marcangelo on the real DK Buck Kelly with me. I don't like this season of NFL football. My favorite quarterback got hurt. Uh, that sucked. Um, it sort of seems inevitable that the 49ers are going to meet the Baltimore Ravens in the Super Bowl. I'm not sure in their respective divisions who fucking beats either of those teams at this point. I honestly have to give you credit bobby uh you said early the baltimore ravens were were a wagon and they they did a little bit of a trick-or-treat after that which i gloated to you about but honestly they just fucking absolutely steamrolled like three super bowl contenders in a row and made them (laughs) not super bowl contenders anymore in my eyes so um i you know mike just briefly before we because since they've already clinched uh these two teams and we're going to talk about playoff scenarios um, I, I would love to talk about, and by the way, listeners at the end, after we talk about these playoff scenarios, we do have the results of our prediction show this week. We, I know we're a week early, but I did the math and we can tally it up. So Bobby, you'll have to represent your teammate here, uh, this week when, um, d- dealing with the news or maybe being happy about the news. I don't know. I mean, I do know the answer, but, uh, I'll reveal it to you <laughs> after we talk about the playoff scenarios. So Mike, I'll start with you. You're you're uh, a bell ringer on the like prove it to me in the playoffs, Lamar Jackson. This has been a take of yours since uh, he was drafted. Honestly, I mean you've you've kind of been out on him or down on him. Has anything over the past few weeks made may change your mind about that, or are you still riding on the like show it to me in in three weeks when uh, when when they've completed their bye week and and they have to play in the playoffs? So I think that Lamar looks different this year as opposed to his MVP year, right? And the biggest difference you I think. The three of us talked about this when I was on the power ranking show. Uh, his decision making is just much cleaner and much quicker this year. Like he hits the, the third step in the pocket and he knows where he's going to go with the ball. Uh, I think that's a byproduct of the fact that he has great wide receivers actually now. He did finally get um, the weapons. Yeah. Yeah. I, it's about time. I, I still am in the, in the, uh, you need to prove it to me only because their kryptonite is, is defense now. And I say defense in the sense that speed. So if they have to match up against Miami in the playoffs, that's going to be a tough matchup. They just crushed Miami. I was yeah, just going to say, they just wagons yeah, them. Yeah, they yeah, just yeah, wagon them. Uh, just, they just moved them just, right out of the way, though. Like, it was really bro, easy. They, if, if, listen, I would, I, would, I would completely get what you're talking about if they didn't well, just literally take Miami and wipe their faces on the floor yeah, for four but, straight but, quarters. Listen, that, however, that, but that, however, Mike, Mike, however, Mike, however, wait, that game, no. that game, that game was not close for yeah. one second. Also, Jalen Waddle, Jalen Waddle and Shane didn't play in that game. No, Shane played. Uh, so, he did. No, he didn't. 
Oh no, yeah. sorry, Mostert Mostert didn't play. Most it was out. Yeah. Most it was out, yeah. So yeah, like yeah. two two of the their three fastest people on offense weren't playing. I would give yeah. you that. I'll give okay. it Okay. I will I mean that's all fair, Mike. I do think that like Oh I do think that it was a profi- it was a pretty professional <laughs> dub on the on the part of the Ravens and like it it kind of convinced me. I mean, one week after after next after next, and like the problem is Miami do what the Ravens do. They're a very similarly built team, except the X factor under center in Baltimore is just like Tua is not that. You know what I mean? And like right. I would be saying that if it was the Lamar of, of a year ago or two years ago, like if they had a matched up against them, like in all other areas. But honestly. Like I, I of course think that the Dolphins skill players are better than the, than the Ravens skill players, but like not by a crazy amount, like just the Tyreek Hill factor really, because he's that much better than fucking everybody in the league. But like Zay Flowers is really entertaining to watch. Like I watched that. Yeah, man. Yeah. I watched that four quarter waxing, knowing the results, like knowing how it was going to end just because the Ravens were so much fun to watch on offense in that game. Like I just, I was glued to yeah. it. So what's. What's what's cool about them too is like when Andrews went out, you're like, is that gonna be what is like the? I really thought that was the end. They're even. They're they're they're. Did you see those advanced analytics? With likely, man. Going into that, going into that injury, Lamar with Andrews, Lamar without Andrews, it was like the first graphic they put off when he got hurt. It was it was like, oh, I was like, oh, he's fucked. Like it's absolutely all over for him, right? No, Uh, turns out turns out it unlocked the whole offense once he didn't have a safety blanket, but. To your point, Mike, it is the playoffs. And Lamar Jackson has historically completely changed who he is as a quarterback every time he enters the postseason. So if they come up against Miami and Lamar does that, I could 100% see your point. And Bobby, you have to admit, like, it's it's not as if it hasn't happened every single year, year on year, where he just be like, he just becomes a shell of himself. And yes, I agree, Mike, that he's different, but... You know, we've seen it before. We've seen guys that can but compete we, in the regular we, season, like at a really, really high level, and like they just can't get it done. We've seen it a I lot of times. I can't believe I'm going to do this, but we've never seen Lamar on a team with with, with skilled players up to his up to his par. Like we, it's just been Mark Andrews, and then their number one wide, wide receiver was fucking Rashard Bateman, right? Like now they have Zay Flowers, they have uh, Odell Beckham, they have. Uh, Nelson Aguilar as a three is still a pretty damn good number three in that offense. Yeah, I mean, I'm so pretty sure you guys I, were saying that, like, you, you guys were, were talking about Aguilar in that sense, uh, you know, in his in his prior iterations. It's like, it's fine if he's three or four. He just yeah, can't he was be just our number one. one. Yeah, he can't be your number one. <laughs> I mean, I don't want to say it, but um, I agree. I mean, uh, I this is kind of a weird aside, but I'm, I'm a little high, so I'm going to ask you guys this question. The um, <laughs> I, I watched a video, a TikTok video today that was like, Mike Vick says that Lamar Jackson's a more dynamic runner than him. And then it like spliced in like side by side highlights of Vick and uh, and Lamar running. And I don't think they run anything like each other. Like, I don't think they're the same quarterback at all. I think it's like if you're comparing them, it's like they're both black and they're both fast. And it's like, let's I think the comparison sort of end there. Um, but as far as just a runner goes, who would you rather have scrambling for you right now? Vick? Or Lamar, because I think his dynamism has gone up a level this season with his scrambling also like the when he decides to run, it's it's the right choice almost every single time. And like, I feel like Vic sort of had to run a lot of the time. But as a runner, I feel like Vic was better. Like, what do you think? I feel like that's where it is. It's like it's evolved to where Lamar is so good at everything else that he doesn't necessarily need to run. So when he does, it's so much harder to stop because you actually do have to have your backs to him. A lot of the times, whereas Vic, you know, every defense was shadowing two guys on Vic almost every single play. You know, if if you, you weren't, it, yeah. you you literally had to. So you had to, um, you had to yeah, in Madden, just, you had to figure out how to you know? run the spy. Like you were like, what's the play where I leave a guy there? You be spy, sure. bro. <laughs> it's like eventually they just inserted a play for you. They're like, yeah, this is did. it. Here it is. <laughs> the difference, though, uh, between the two, though, is like you knew that Vic was going to run and you weren't going to be able to stop him. Like you just, you just couldn't when Lamar was going to do that, you could still stop them and beat them right now that he yeah. has the elements to be passed first. I would take this iteration of Lamar over that. Was it Madden? Oh, five Vic. Oh, four. Uh, where I yeah, think oh, four. It was oh, four. Yeah. 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 He's he, he broke his leg that he broke his leg like that next season. Right. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I think. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I mean, you know, uh, it's, I think a running quarterback is fun, I, 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 but a running quarterback that makes the decision to run and, and unless he's playing your team, it's one of the frustra- most frustrating things. Like, I, 
Aaron Rodgers for all his faults, like he always made the right decision when it came to like when he would actually use his legs. And he was like pretty fast and athletic for a lot of his career. And it's like, shit, we cut off all his passing options. And now look what he's going to do to us, which I feel like in the postseason is such a huge asset. But what were you going to say, Bobby? I, I feel like I have a route here where everyone is correct. And I know, shocker, I'm the one that that, that gives uh, both sides, you know, point of view here. But I'm pretty Coward. sure we're right. But I, I know I'm pretty sure we're right about this being the case right every year Lamar does shit the bed in the playoffs every single year it, it's 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 almost history at this but point Mike's or it is history it's almost he's not gonna do it this time which makes me feel like this year he is gonna do it but but <laughs> you're jinxing it back in your own direction now this year is different because the NFL is just as we've been saying man a piece of shit from so top bad. to bottom it's so bad it's, it, and there, I, I feel like it took me so why, long like, to come to terms with that was it, like i was in it, denial about was, it for weeks it was like it's literally week six where i said the ravens were the best team in the league because like you could just watch an nfl sunday and see that they were an actual football team whereas yeah. most of the teams you're watching are not nfl football teams you know what i mean like probably two-thirds of the league is is would be in the bottom third in most seasons. Would you agree? Yeah. I mean, I think I, I think I was I've been thinking that with the look at the story that is the Cleveland Browns this year. Like the, like this guy goes down. They suck. And I'm like, They're I know, good. dude, but like that's like everyone else's fault for letting them win that many fucking games. Like that's so pathetic. You can't be getting Joe Flacco off the fucking couches, your ninth choice fucking quarterback, it. and having a fucking two be two games over five hundred to finish out the fucking season. That's bonanzas. I can't is he, is he legit is he legitimately a top 10 quarterback in the NFL right now? I think he might be right now. Yes. I think he might be a top five. Right, right now? <laughs> like, quite frankly, which is so embarrassing for the rest of the quarterbacks <laughs> in the NFL. So embarrassing. Honestly, I'm just going to say this to you guys and as, as my final as my final declaration on this because we're about to be done having opportunities to talk about the Bears. But I'm going to start the, the bubble teams. We'll start in the NFC. We'll start with the Packers. They play the Bears this weekend. The Bears, I think, should move on from Justin Fields and draft Caleb Williams number one overall. That's what I think that they should do. I think that wow. I think that wow. the advanced analytics on Fields are atrocious. They're absolutely atrocious. Like, uh, like percentage chance to score a touchdown on a drive, he's like twenty fifth. Um, percentage chance to score when already in the red zone, he's like twenty seventh. Um, there's like a lot of eye test folks out there that are saying like. You know, oh, well, you know, he had this this great game against this team and he was better against Cleveland than most teams. And I'm like, look, it's a quarterback driven league. You need a top five to top eight minimum quarterback to win a Super Bowl. And that should be the goal. It's not a guarantee that Caleb Williams is going to be that. In fact, I'm nervous about drafting a USC guy and I'm nervous about drafting a guy who had bad games in college that like really. I mean, maybe it says something that like the guys that where triple a prospects really never had that on their resume, you know, like it was, but maybe college football has more parity now. Maybe it's different, but they got it. They got to do it. They, they have to. And like, there's a lot of other pieces there. I, I think I was a little lulled to the idea of getting Marvin Harrison jr. Just getting him in general, just having him on the team would just be like, so fucking awesome. Just the idea of it would be so awesome from the jump. Um, but I just think we just need to get go get Caleb Williams and have like our shot at having a real top five QB. That's because like, look at CJ Stroud this year. Like, look at what he did with that horrific fucking Texans team. He he made them, yep. as we're going to talk about today, a genuine playoff team, possibly after this Sunday, if they beat the Colts. So Fields wasn't doing that this year. He just wasn't. I and I think I he has a better team around him than CJ Stroud does. So I think we've here's, seen- what, I, here's what I would do. Uh, I, I would just you know carry on with, with that with that team if i were keep the Bears, both of them would, keep both of them no them i would say i hate that idea la rams i will give you justin fields for puka nakua and a second round pick right now and they're going to draft Caleb williams with two number one wide receivers would they do that <laughs> and would they do that matt stafford's how old is he would they do it i feel like the falcon i would do it real hungry to do it i feel, I feel like they would trade cup before nakua no at this point I would I would definitely not do it for Cooper Cup at this point. <laughs> Cooper I'd rather Cup, DJ Moore, at this point. <laughs> but I would do him and DJ Moore are too similar to each other. I would do. I think they're bro, too similar if you, to each other. If you if you give Caleb Williams, DJ Moore, and Cooper Cup, bro, get the. Fu- 
I guess like the, him and DJ Moore are very similar <laughs> wide receivers. They're both like, you know, yards after the catch, like playmaking wide receivers. I think you need a guy. I think you need a guy that can go like Marvin Harrison Jr. is a deep threat, you know, like he can, he has Randy Moss potential. That's why I want him. Like, that's the idea of that is so fucking sexy in my head. Um, is there a way we can get both him and Caleb Williams? Is there a possible way to do that? Is there any uh, what, without What without trading fields? No, no. You trade fields. And you get Caleb oh. Williams and you get Marvin Harrison Jr. also. There's no way, right? Like you would would you need one and two or like could would you need one and three? Because I feel you like probably need a one and two. Somebody's taking a QB at two, also, probably though, right? Yeah. What's his name? Yeah, someone's trading uh, trading up get to get May. To get May. Yeah, to get May. Yeah. It's possible, yeah. And then maybe you if you can get to three, if you trade your first round pick, would you trade the Bears first round pick and whatever you get for Fields for that third pick to get Marvin Harrison Jr. also? Because that would be I mean, I w- I'm going to go do it in Madden after we're done in this game. Um, anyway, <laughs> if the Bears beat the Packers this weekend, if the Bears ever needed motivation to beat the Packers in the last 10 years, I'm glad this game actually means something. It's a, it's our obviously our biggest rival. They've been talking a horrendous amount of shit this week about just our franchise in general. Like Jordan Love passed the all-time uh, uh, QB yards for a Bears quarterback. Like a Bears quarterback has never thrown as many yards as Jordan Love through this season, which is like never that, not that many. And that's very upsetting. And they've been talking a lot of shit. And Pat fucking dumbass Aaron Rodgers in between like accusing people of going to Epstein Island uh, and getting dunked on by fucking comedians on Twitter um, has also been dunking on us and being like, we, the Green Bay Packers. I'm like, you're a jet, but that's cool. Um, I would really love to beat them this weekend. That would be awesome. And knock them out of playoff contention. How likely do you guys think that that is? Well, based on what you've seen of both teams this this year. I think the Packers think right now are, are are playing like the, the uh, like they are a, a playoff team, and uh, I I think Jordan Love is is doing is better than I thought he was going to be. I mean, I didn't. We'll I don't get think to the predictions guy, later. Personally, we'll, 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 we'll get to the predictions later. But uh, man, I I still think Green Bay somehow just owns Chicago. Man, I don't know why. I don't know what it is, and. Fields isn't the guy to take it away from the Packers. So I think it's likely that the Packers are going to win this game. It is a fucking resident. It is the final exam of Justin Fields, though, isn't it? Because if he comes <laughs> out know. and styles on the Packers, like there's no world in which the Bears fan base is going to want to get rid of him. But if he comes right. out and sucks, it's like, all right, just fucking draft Caleb Williams, whatever. Because um, this could look like the best master stroke in the history of like GMing. Like polls could come out looking like such fucking genius if he uses this pick correctly, because then you just look back at that trade with uh, Carolina and you're just like, wow, you guys are embarrassing. Like already it's like borderline that, but like if we turn this pick into somebody franchise level, like anyway, Bobby, do you think we have a chance? Cause I do agree with you that the green Bay has fucking owned us, but we we've owned the other two, which has made me feel a little bit better. Like no matter the situation you saw us beat up on the fucking lions who are apparently everybody's darling the other week. But, Bobby, do you think we have a chance of winning this game and knocking them out of playoff contention? It would feel so good. Uh, absolutely. I mean, I, I think they've been playing all right coming into this game. Uh, they barely beat the Panthers, but they did smoke the Vikings. So, um, yeah, just because the Bears are playing so good lately. You know what I mean? I feel like this is who the Bears have been. So, I would say yes. That feels good. Here's a wild scenario. If we beat Green Bay and – Seattle lose and Tampa Bay lose. Minnesota gets into the playoffs at eight, nine, eight and nine. We got the point, by the way. What what happened? We get the the point. We get the point. Yeah. Yeah. I talked you into seven and 10. Remember? Oh yeah. You're taking credit. I mean, the NFC NFC North looks pretty good for us and I want to take a little credit for that. Where did where did Josh Dobbs go? Can I ask that? What happened to Josh? Uh, Dobbs? He oh, you mean, oh, you mean like the top fifteen QB in the league? Yeah. Got fucking, got fucking. <laughs> like I told you, he was gonna. <laughs> no, top fifteen, top fifteen QB. He 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 was he was like America's darling for a no, week and a half. No, he was your fucking darling. He was, darling, yeah. God. He was no, he, everyone's he, darling. Bro. No, he was everyone's. your Peyton. He was your Peyton Pritchard. That's what he was, and he yeah, fizzled out way until, faster. He he was America's darling until the Bears game when it was just the worst display of football. DK thinks it was good, but it was a terrible football game. That was a horrible I, know, game. I didn't say it was a no. good football game. I said the, there was it was entertaining to watch because there was a lot of turnovers. That's entertaining. <laughs> I don't think it was a high skill level fair. like football game, but when the teams turn the ball over a lot, it's fun to watch. There's like events in the game. Um and there, that one pick was sick and he did it again the next week, so it was no fluke. But um 
I I think it would be really funny if the Vikings made the playoffs and we still got our point and they got immediately bounced out with their ninth string QB. It, it would just be so it. hilarious. So, so hilarious. I do find it funny also that your buddy that freaked out in the fantasy football chat lost because he rated your team for Justin Jefferson, who put up like six <laughs> points. Uh, Cause you like, I mean, you kind of tanked him. <laughs> just, just putting that out there. So, I hate to say I told you so. I mean, bro, this is why we uh, this is so. this is why we allow all trades except for uh, except for one. All right, so <laughs> moving on. Uh, moving on. Uh, I think the most likely scenario in that in that little grouping is that the Packers probably make the playoffs. Um, but we'll see. Um, Seattle also have a decent chance. Uh, who would you rather see in the playoffs, Seattle or Green Bay, Bob? Uh, I I've. I am really disappointed in Seattle. I think the first like six weeks, they were a lot of fun to watch, but these it's, last, no, they look like they've never played football before. It's Green Bay. They're just, they're dysfunctional. You know, it was Jair Alexander getting suspended for that whole coin toss shit and Jordan Love being up and down. Like, listen, the Seahawks, yes, they're not playing great, but they still have fucking Pete Carroll. They still beat two, they almost beat the Cowboys and they did beat, who did they beat a couple weeks ago? The 49ers? The Chiefs? They the 49ers, right? No, the Eagles. The Eagles. They beat the Eagles. Right. Um, which who knows how good everybody that is seems now, to but... be able to do now. So. Yeah. So, but um, but they still can beat some of the best teams in the league. Like to have the talent to do it. Green Bay, in my opinion, I feel like it's just one of those teams that's kind of average, and like they're the team that loses like thirty. Can't be. Can't to be 10. losing to Jordan Love, right? And the Cowboys can't be losing to four Correct. in the playoffs. Correct. Like that's crazy. Correct. Correct. <laughs> like that's if they, if they if they lost to Pete Carroll, DK Metcalf, Lock, I'd be pissed, you could you could make, make excuses like, yeah, and convince yeah. yourself yeah, next year was going to be the year. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Correct. Um. Yeah, I mean, fair enough. Uh, I think, Mike, for, for you know, just as a neutral, looking at this side of the NFC, who would you rather see in the playoffs between those two teams? Who do you think can do more damage? Is it also the Seahawks for you? So I mean, the, I Minnesota's see. also an option if you wanted to pick them. Yeah, yeah I don't, I don't, I don't want to see uh, Nick Mullins in the fucking Minnesota Vikings. I don't need somebody, I don't need somebody they found in the parking lot playing <laughs> quarterback yeah. for the Minnesota I, I think – from from a talent and coaching perspective, you you're gonna want the Seahawks in there. I I just remember like this is this makes me feel old when they still had Pete Carroll as as the head coach. Used to be a fucking punchline, and now we're saying it as like this is a positive in the playoffs because of what he's what he's done in Seattle. I I do think that they are an, they're they're a completely different team on the road though, so I think Green Bay can win on the road. And I, I think people will look down at Green Bay so that they could probably go a little bit further in the playoffs. And I nothing would warm my heart more than Jordan Love and the Packers beating the Cowboys and bouncing them from the playoffs. Like that would just be the best. You make a good point. You make a good point about the road team. I mean, the, <laughs> the Seahawks on the road have just been so fucking turgid this year. Like they're really genuinely bad. And like I've only been following it closely because I've had I had DK Metcalf in two leagues and it was just like Great week, great week, great week, and then just fucking fell off an absolute cliff. Um, I bet big on on the Seahawks this year, and they really just let me down. Um, so yeah, I, I mean, I wouldn't obviously, I would not like to see Green Bay in the in the playoffs. I think the funniest scenario would be Minnesota. I pick Minnesota out of those teams. That would be the funniest. Green Bay have the best chance. All they have to do is win their game. Um, the Seahawks need to win their game, and which they probably will because they're playing the Cardinals. Uh, but they need uh, Green Bay to lose. So that'll be an interesting watch. Let's talk about the NFC East, though. Um, Philadelphia just needs to win. That's the situation we're in. They win. They clinch the NFC East. However, other way around. Win, other way around, my friend. Other way around. What? No, Philly wins. only clinches. Yeah, Philly only clinches. Dallas the wins. They Dallas win. oh, that's right. We Sorry, clinch, you're right. Bro. You're right. You're right. Dallas has to lose. Yeah. Philly has to win. So. Yeah. How that happened in the over the course of a few weeks, I'll never know. Except, <laughs> so except, except, we talked about this like five weeks ago on the Power Ranking Show. What when I I'll put both that. of their schedules up next to each other and I walked you through game by game the scenario in which you win this division, and we got all the way to here. We got all the way to this week. Now I will say I think the Eagles won the games we thought they were going to lose and lost the games they thought they were going to win to a certain win to a certain extent, but the Cowboys won the games they needed to win. Like there was obviously yep. that one week where with a big dip, right. like, thankfully for you, like we didn't even actually have to talk about because we didn't do a show that week, but <laughs> they have won the games they needed to win to Mike's constant point. I'm going to go to Mike first on this to Mike's constant point. 
they uh they beat a couple of uh winning record teams in that run so mike anything changed for you kind of same question as lamar jackson anything changed for you for the cowboys how i feel about it is if they are able to clinch the nfc east this weekend if philly lose and they're able to clinch the NFC East, which means they have a lot longer until they potentially see the 49ers, which is the situation they need to be in to get to an NFC right. title game at the very least. If they see the 49ers on, along the way, they're not getting there. I really don't think so. Their their best dice roll is someone else upsets the 49ers. They're not built to beat that yeah. team. Someone else upsets the 49ers, they have a chance to get into the Super Bowl. That's how it needs to play out. So I think they have that shot. How likely do you think that is? And what do you think is going to happen this weekend with the NFC East? Yeah, so I think if, if every team is healthy, the 49ers are going to be in the Super Bowl. So I don't think that there's anything that's going to happen that's going to change my mind. But I think well, that's that, the show, guys. Have a good. I uh, think that, <laughs> but I think that on the field, the the Cowboys have gotten like exponentially better on offense, and I think Dak. that it's Dak's it's stacked. Yeah. It's stacked. He's making he's making the right decisions. He's we haven't seen you know the typical cowboy like fuck up at the end of the game. That, but Mike McCarthy, is yeah, we still have good for one of those. Yeah, we have. They did, bro, they, did. Even, they did fuck up. Bro, don't even, don't even. They they lost that. So actually, they lost that game. Now that you said it, we're, we're over. They literally lost. I watched them blow that game. Homeboy and somehow reported. woke up the next Homeboy morning. Reported. Somehow woke up. He he reported. He, he reported. I woke up the next morning and there's a W. And I was like that that. That really I, felt like that's not, not on I Jerry watch. Jones night. That's really what it felt yeah. like. Not on, not on but, fucking Jimmy Johnson night. Not on Jerry Jones. But can we also that, can we, so that wasn't Dak. If we're gonna give if if we're gonna give Dak credit though, right? We gotta also shout out my boy, CD Lamb, as emerging as possibly today. Here we go. The top two wide receiver in the league. It's him and Tyreek right now. Right. That's it. Who else? Yeah. Who else even Tyreke, compares to him? But, but number one is Tyreek by a lot. For would, sure, for like, sure. It's like Tyreek and then everybody else. He's like, the way you framed it, it was like, it's him and Tyreek over here in the corner being best friends. Some people are saying CD, bro. Some, some people, people are saying it. It's very Donald Trump. Nope. <laughs> Nobody's saying that. Some people. They can say 13, it if want. People thir- say a lot of bro, things. Dude just won me two fantasy championships by himself. So. Oh, well, then that yeah. decides it then. Like, that's it's not it. any yeah, total bro. at all. <laughs> um. Yeah, look, I mean, I, I do think that Dak's much improved. I, I think that I'm I'm he's much improved to the point where I'm ready to give him another chance to show me that he's not the guy. Cause I had decided <laughs> it, but he was good enough that I'm like, fine, let's look one more time. And I mean that one more time. Let's look in yeah, the this playoffs is it. just to see. Because if not, then we have to go back to my plan where we make him pretend to be Brock Purdy. That's so that's you, you the know only what? the only thing. That's all I got. You know what this is? You know what this is for me, bro. This is like I'm like a a, a seven year gambler here that like has has been fucked over so many times by by fucking red, by black, just just all over the fucking place. But I hit one last hot streak, and it's like you know what? All the fucking chips are in. This is it. This is oh, yeah. this is all the Cowboys. Yeah, that's a sad, that's a sad story though, Bobby. <laughs> like no, never asked well for anybody. <laughs> listen, listen, and I don't expect this to end well because I'm telling you, all my chips are in. This is it, guys. This is my deck. I'm with you. Fucking, I'm with you. I'm telling. I'm telling your bets, buddy. This I'm with you. Yeah, I'm ready. I'm ready to ride with these guys one more time because genuinely, I've double or nothing. Let's go. I've really enjoyed their defense the last few uh, the last few seasons. I think that they're a fun team to watch. I like tuning in when they're on prime time. I like tuning in in the middle of the day. I like to see your ups and downs uh, as we go through the season. No, and I'm going to talk to you about it. Every um, you know, that's, that's you fun know, to me. What really made me turn the corner, though, was that Chris Collinsworth, like, little blurb where he talked about Dak being like, well, one day I just was like, oh, this is how you do footwork? And this is how you work on footwork? Like, that made me less. Like, that made me less inclined to think like, that he was the guy. I'll, that was I'll like, that's the stupidest like, thing I've ever heard in my life. But like, if he wasn't doing it before, and he was still pretty good, if now all of a sudden he's doing the basic shit to be an NFL quarterback, like, I mean... No, I mean, it's a, a little thing, disturbing. You know? if was, <laughs> if, it's a little disturbing if he wasn't doing it. Like, what was the quarterback coach doing? I don't fucking... Is he not going like, yo, can no, you do your feet right? No. You know who you know who is the quarterback coach for years was Kellen Moore. So what the fuck does that tell you? Interesting. That checks out. That that definitely yeah. does check out for sure. Sure does. Um, okay, so actually on that note, I'm curious about this. Just since we talked about Lamar, we talked about Dak. Who's everybody's current pick? If you had a vote for the MVP this year, 
It's Lamar. It's Lamar. It's already Lamar. It's over. Mike? Lamar. The books, Lamar. The bo- the books, the books have it at like minus 5,000, bro. <laughs> yeah, I think that he is going to win. And I Vegas, no Vegas already called Vegas. Is it really that bad? Vegas, like, I, I do yeah, agree it, with you that he is going to win, but I, I just wish we would not give it to QBs sometimes. Cause it would be Tyree kill. Um, it's, it's like, it's like at the odds of like, if Kansas is playing like Bellarmine college, that's what the odds are right now. I just think it should be Tyree kill. I honestly think it should be Tyree kill. <laughs> just, just quite frankly, because I do agree that Lamar's like had a spectacular season and he's gone up a level. But it's the weight on the position for MVP that annoys me. You know, I like I think yeah, it would just be more fun. It would be more fun of a of a of a award if like Tyreek Hill could it, win it this year. Because for me, it like, also superhuman shit out there. Like it was crazy. It sucks that the fact that uh, the one game that Tyreek missed that they won, so that I, I you, like you just know that voters are out there saying, well, his, right. his impact on the team right. isn't. They lost to the Titans, but they beat the Jets, Bobby. And no, no, I, I, I know, no, no, no. oh. I think I think you're about to come after me for that, but no, it, I do believe now. I'm not able to prove this. If he had, if he had actually like eclipsed two thousand yards receiving, he'd win. He would he would win. What is I, he? I don't disagree because he he's close. He's I think he's like 190 away or something no, like I, that. He's, I, he's... Thought, I, I thought he was like 300 yards away. I thought he was 1700 yards. I, I thought he was closer than that. Thought... No. Let's look. Yeah, let's let's let's, let's step away. Where's there? Is, this is, we need to pay someone to do this. So we yeah, have he's at right seventeen, here. seventeen. He's not getting there. Oh, <laughs> well, yeah, it's very far. You're right. Okay. Um, I think I, I think, agree yeah, with that. If he though. doesn't, if he doesn't miss a game, because the last time someone won, that wasn't a quarterback was Peterson, correct? Yeah, in my memory. Oh, that was, and that was the year he went two thousand after the ACL, and he was just like a different level. And I feel like this is the first time that we've seen a skill player reach that level, right? Every week where he's just making your jaw drop on a weekly level. So, I mean, I feel like if it was ever going to yeah. happen, this was the year. This was it, you know? Yeah. It's, I, don't, I, don't know if, I, I don't know if we're ever going to see it again. You know, and I feel it's like it's going to be a lot. Like, just get, time. just like, well, that's, don't make that award the best quarterback award. You know, yeah. it's like, you're just, you're watering down the award. I really do think that, like, it would just be so much more fun if, like, one year, like, you know, we had like a Ray Rice situation or, you know, it was just like, ah, fuck yeah. Like, let's make a safety the MVP this year or like something or not Ray Rice. Jesus Christ. Ed Reed. I Uh, (laughs) I don't know why I said Ray Rice. (laughs) A Ray Rice situation. You don't get MVP awards for (laughs) you get jail time. Um, But if we yeah, if we had somebody like at like an Ed Reed level, just going fucking insane or like a a new the next like Troy Palomalu. And we just wanted to like shout him out, give him the MVP award. Like that would be fun. Um, let's look at the NFC South. Uh, this is another interesting one. Tampa Bay sort of has it in hand, uh, has it in their hands. Their fate is 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 theirs to decide. Um, all they need to do is win. But if they don't, the Falcons and the Saints are playing each other, so that might be a winner winner win in the end game. Um, it, depending on Tampa Bay's fate at Carolina, now probably not because they're playing Carolina. Uh, but I'm happy to see Carolina win now that the Bears have clinched the number one overall pick. So today. What? Do they structure it right? Is Tampa playing first? Yes. I hope so. No, they're all uh, playing the same yeah, time. Yeah, they're, 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 the they're, they're, they're all playing at one. Yeah. Oh, okay. So you just all just right, keep right. one eye on one and one eye on the other. It, it's going to be like a maybe Saints-Falcons becomes an interesting game second half. That's like probably where we're going to be. Um, if Again, I'll ask the same question. If we could decide today for, I don't know, either – you know who they might beat or whatever who the most interesting team to see in the postseason is of these three teams who would you guys uh bobby who who would you most likely to like to see in there i personally for me i i i thought the falcons were going to be better than they are so i'd probably pick the saints right now just because they do some interesting shit sometimes but i don't know these three teams have just been so underwhelming all season i, I who would you like to see maybe hopefully maybe shake things up in the postseason I think Tampa Bay is the only one that possibly can. Um, you know, New Orleans to me is a mess. I don't know what the hell they're doing with their quarterback. I, I don't know why Derek Carr is still playing in Jameis's, and I have no goddamn clue what's going on there. Um, I mean, and in, in, in my opinion, Atlanta's 
Arthur Smith needs to fucking go. He needs to go. Yeah. There's there's too much talent on that team for that team to be playing like that. They like that is so much to, to me to me it's complete asinine that you draft two skill players in the first round and using both as goddamn decoys every week. What the fuck are you doing? It is really strange. Fucking, Incredible. T- Tyler Tyler Algiers right getting your tight. Get the fuck out of here, bro. Um. Yeah. No, it's very it's, disappointing it's for, uh, definitely. for Bijan Bijan fantasy owners all across the world. Uh, it's it's the Bucks. It's the Bucks for sure. It's all at Baker too. Like maybe Baker, Baker can do something, but like, come on, is are yeah. we still like? Is anyone still Mike? Are you still wholeheartedly buying into the Baker Mayfield experiment? Do you really think that he could actually do something in the postseason? I I had his average. I, hold on, I picked the Bucks to go like fucking five and twelve this year with Baker Mayfield. Yeah. So no. <laughs> <laughs> no. Yeah. No. No. Nothing no. changed. But, so which of these three teams would you like to see? But out of those three teams, I think Tampa is is the most interesting because uh, you know they, they they what three straight playoffs uh, three straight seasons are in the playoffs a lot of carryover from uh, the Tom Brady years. I think I, I think Mike Evans, I think Godwin, like they have yeah, they, they have good skill players and their defense is opportunistic. I, I I don't I don't ever want to see fucking Derek Carr in the playoffs winning like he he sucks and I think. If, I tried to tell Falcons you guys that last year, by the way. I tried to fucking tell you about Derek Carr last year, and it was like, well, maybe New Orleans changed the scenery. Like, shit happened with Stafford. Like, maybe it'll happen for him. It's like, no, he's terrible. And I mean, it also didn't help that he went to a team and their number one wide receiver hasn't played a full season in, like, seven years. <laughs> and yeah, Kamara was up for the first four. Well, Kamara had a yeah. good year, though. Kamara had a good year. Yeah, he it, basically when, saved their fucking back. offense, you know. Um, I like what they do at Taysom Hill from time to time, too. It's fun. <laughs> I just like, wish they. I would. I wish they. I feel like even he would be better than Caro quarterback. Dude, bro. across a whole game, across a whole game, that would be so upsetting to watch. After a while, that would be. Yeah. Very, that would be very Tim Tebow. After like, after like probably two and a half quarters, you'd be like, okay, might be might be better than Derek Carr, bro. Derek Carr sucks. He's, he's really really bad. He's really really bad. Um, yeah, I've never liked good. him. I've never liked his play. Uh, I think we all saw this coming on at some at some form or another. Anyway, I think that's all the lip service we really need to pay to the fucking. The least likely Agreed. to win uh, That's it. any anything division in the in the last fucking five years. That is the NFC South. Um, all right, let's jump over to the AFC. Uh, the Texans play the fucking Colts in a very interesting winner go home match. Um, essentially, Indianapolis have to win, but Jacksonville have to lose, and Houston have to win. But if Jacksonville lose, they get in anyway, right? So t- potentially the Colts and the Texans could get in if Jacksonville loses. Is that is that true? I think so. Yeah, yeah. So, so. all all yeah. So Jacksonville lose this game is moot, right? Because both yeah. of these teams walk in, they shake hands at halftime, and they say like, "Let's nobody get hurt." But if Indianapolis win and Jack, but yeah. So okay, well no, because Indianapolis have to win. They have to win. So they're going yeah. for it either way. But Houston maybe isn't. So actually, if you're betting on this, I think the motivation is behind Indianapolis. I feel like Indianapolis are the more likely team to go 10 and 7 because of that scenario. Because Houston gets in, they just their their fates in Jacksonville's hands regardless. Right. So it again, it becomes interesting, I think, at the end uh, of the day. Um no, if if Houston wins, they're in, no matter what. Yeah. Why is this so? Oh, yeah. because they're both nine and seven. It's Houston yeah. win or they're both. Okay, Jackson okay, got it, got it, got it. They're both nine and seven. I get you. This yes. is weird. And, this and this Houston, one's really complicated. Houston, Do am I an idiot no, or is this one complicated? Tie, no, Houston, Houston has tiebreakers. That's 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 right. what got it is. Got it. Got, it. got it. Got it. Got it. Got it. Got it. Got it. Jacksonville has to pass Houston, but I'm pretty sure Jacksonville has the tiebreaker over Indy. Right. So if if Jackson Jacksonville has to lose for Indy to get in. Right, but if Jacksonville loses, Indy and Houston ends in a tie, then they get. I don't know. Okay, fucking, forget tying. Yeah. We're not discussing that. It's already complicated enough. All right, copy that. Yeah. Um, I I'm with you. I'm surprised the Colts are nine and seven. I'm no longer no. surprised the Me Texans too. are Me nine too. and seven. I I the fact that Texans are nine and seven. I mean, really, CJ Stroud deserves an immense amount of credit. This is the best rookie year I've seen. I don't know ever. Like I I think yeah, this man, was, maybe so, ever yeah. maybe ever. It's yeah, there. I don't. I don't know, man. Andrew, like Andrew Luck's rookie year was something. That's true. Andrew Luck, he was really good his rookie year. Sure. Yeah, but I think the added bonus, the added RG three, RG 3s rookie yeah, year. Yeah, but again, I think the added the added color yeah. of 
the fact that nobody thought CJ Stroud was going to come even anywhere close to this. And the fact that like yeah. everybody said Andrew Luck was going to be the next second coming of Peyton Manning. So it was like, okay, great. He had a great rookie year. I mean, the Panthers picked fucking Bryce Young over CJ Stroud, you know? Yeah, but I mean, at the time, that was the wisdom, wasn't it? Like, it, it was, yeah, it was, it was, it was Bryce yeah. Young. This is why, like, you worry about the Caleb Williamses of the world. Like, you just don't know. It's such a big gamble. But um, I think all that being said, Indianapolis, despite being 9 7, have not interested me this year. They haven't like excited me as anywhere near as much as the Texans. And honestly, that goes for the Jaguars as well. So I would honestly, of all this these scenarios, I think there's two two out of the three teams we'll get in. But I'm most I'm most pulling for the Texans. Bobby, do you agree? Yeah, hundred percent. Not even close. Yep. I want to see CJ Stroud in his first rookie year postseason. So have him win me one. Me too. Like that would be sick. That would be so so and sick. You- you know my opinion on Jacksonville. I haven't been sold on that team all year. I just think they're a bunch of frauds. You know what I mean? But, Top to bottom. I don't, I don't even know if I'm sold on Lawrence anymore. I'm still well, out on him. They were terribly – they've been terribly coached, though. Like, well, I, it's like I, even – like, even the, 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 their big win, was it really their big win or was it the Chargers' big loss? You know what I mean? Like, the thing that they're – The Chargers' big loss, which one? The Chargers bro. fucking lost to everybody. But that comes the Chargers, the the Chargers were begging to get year. fucked in a back alley. No, I'm talking. I'm talking last year. Fucking... You know. Oh yeah. Lawrence's Lawrence's playoff win is not really a win to me. It was a Chargers loss. You know what I mean? But what so was it like... though? Because the Chargers fucking suck. It turns out. So it's like you know. No, I mean, I this guess we're I mean. kind of saying the same thing. It's like yeah, yeah that's what I mean. Like, yeah, yeah. So it's like it's not even that big of a deal that they. Yeah, I agree with you. I I would just want to add. Uh, I I think that the Colts season is more interesting than, than we're letting on because their number one overall pick, Anthony Richardson, went down in what, week four? And they're still here in, the, in playoff contention? Like, who would have ever, ever fucking I agree with that. Gardner like, Minshew. Minshew. Gardner Minshew. Gardner Minshew. Yeah. Minshew Mania is still running wild in Indy. Have you and ever heard him speak? He is dumb. I choose He's not to. really dumb. He's not smart. Yeah. Yeah, what's what's what what I love about Minshew though is I feel like uh you know uh, uh Simmons has talked about this a bunch is like he's the renaissance of that that backup quarterback that we all loved in like the late nineties early two thousands that you just don't have anymore. We're like, I I'm pretty sure sixty percent of the league would take Gardner Minshew as their starting quarterback. You know what I mean? Just just because, but you know, fucking he's never actually so gonna, low right now. <laughs> he's that's very low. I agree, but he's never gonna be. A starter because you can't let him start he's not a franchise guy but he'll do for 12 13 games 10 games you know what i mean he'll, well, he'll be all right he's like john he's kidna. A, he's, that's that's who gardner yeah. is john kidna <laughs> he's he's a bridger like he he's the bridge between yeah. uh, your, your quarterbacks now and he did it in jacksonville and he could never do it in philly for whatever reason but the indie thing I think is is way more, especially the fact that they fired their head coach last year. He goes down to Carolina and, and gets shit canned in like what eight weeks, nine weeks. And you get this first time head coach. The, the like I guess the number one pick goes down. Jonathan Taylor was out for half the year, and they're still here on the precipice of, of, of a playoff run. I think I did, I also heard I agree with you, but I also heard that <laughs> bit by uh by Simmons, Bob. And I yeah. thought it was low-key, like, a little ludicrous because I was like, yeah, I agree with that, like, Minshew is a lovable backup QB, but, like, we're in such a glut of lovable backup QBs right now. Like, a couple years ago, Nick Foles coming out of nowhere, dreams, dreams. He was a good, like, one. He dream, was a good fucking one. Fucking postseason, yeah. fucking big dick Nick. Right now, you got a bunch of guys. BDN, bro. Like fucking, like, you're, all, you're always constantly on the lookout for a, a, a backup quarterback to get incredibly excited about for three weeks and then be disappointed. And then, I, I wish they like had one of those season, here. I mean, you this, know, I do this season, they've been everywhere. Bro. Fucking yeah. Mason Rudolph. People are loving on Mason Rudolph right now. Comes in as the third string right before Christmas. His name's Rudolph. Has two good games in a row. Reignites the Pittsburgh offense. Makes him look, and we're going to move on. He's a starter about now. He's a starter now. Yeah, we're not putting Pickett back yeah. in. That's it. Um, but honestly, I mean, like, yeah, they probably should have been thrown to those fucking very good skill position players a little bit better all season. So, um, <laughs> but yeah, there's a bunch. There's a bunch of uh, Tyrod Taylor popped up last weekend. Uh, again, it's That's like, true. yeah, okay. obviously go That's get a good Tyrod backup. Taylor. That's He's a right good there. backup list. He's right there. Um, Teddy Bridgewater. Teddy Bridgewater. Uh, the Tyson Bajant couple weeks were fun. It's like, wait, who's yeah, this fucking guy? <laughs> the, like, actually, you know what? This is this has been the season of the backup quarterback. Is, is what we're in. Like, this I is didn't the understand that take from him at all. I'm like, this is everyone. <laughs> Everyone's getting in on this this year. You're crazy. 
I'm just I'm just here to tell you that like the season of the backup quarterback didn't make its way up to the Jets or the Patriots franchise. Yeah, it actually funny enough, Mike. Funny enough, funny enough, Mike. Yeah, it did. Yeah, because Jared Stidham had a great game, but you fucking got rid of him. <laughs> like yeah, well, he, he just had an amazing but, game. He just had an amazing game. What happened? You guys just started. You started with backup quarterbacks. That's what happened. Just from the get go, backup quarterback. Who are, who's your QB now? Bailey Zappi. Yeah. Um, yeah. Was he? What was he? What was he, what, what, what was he at the beginning of the season? What was he at the beginning of the season? He was cut. Back. He was backup quarterback. Yeah, 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 it's true. There's been a lot of backup QBs. <laughs> I also did make this point. If you remember, like one of the last two times Mike was on, I did this whole speech about how <laughs> you can just like you can just picture uh, Mac Jones like in a cap on the sidelines and like the interviews. Like we love having him around. Like I was like, he's gonna be a great backup in like Jacksonville or like somewhere like that. We love having him around. Like he's a great X's and O's guy. Like really knows the offense. Starter. He really, really knows, knows the, the offense. offense. <laughs> and lo and behold, <laughs> lo and behold, that man should be getting fitted for a cap as we speak. Someone Chad is gonna take a gamble Chad on Henning. him. Someone's gonna gamble on him. Well, maybe that offense was bad. Maybe the offensive line was bad. And ah, uh, he's just gonna. Mitch Trubisky hates him. I bet he's like that guy's coming for my job. He's coming for my job as the perennial <laughs> backup. Um, okay, let's talk about the uh, the the Steelers and the Bills, who somehow are each other's business this weekend. Which I I didn't think that that was going to happen, but here we are. The Steelers need the Bills to lose, and they need to win, right? That's the uh, that's the scenario. If they yep. win in Jacksonville, lose, they also get in, right? If they win in Houston and Indianapolis, yes. top, they get in. <laughs> but I'm not seeing that as a possibility. If they t- okay, well, that, we're not going that far. So here's a here's a weird one. If Jacksonville lose, but Denver win, they get in. That's fuck. That's fucking weird. Like if they lose and and Jacksonville lose, but Denver win, the Steelers get in, which would be so funny. <laughs> that would be, be the most. Stu- that would be the most. This Steelers team way to get in the playoffs <laughs> in the history oh, yeah. of 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 this in. DK would be like, what, bro? They, they got in, dude. They're fucking they, playoffs. They, they're fucking playoffs team again, dude. <laughs> dude. Dude. They're fucking can, playoffs team, I can, bro. I can already feel the fucking migraine coming, bro. <laughs> I can already feel it. <laughs> it's honestly just funny to me to watch you. Like, just like, you're just like, be bad. I know you're bad. Just be fucking bad. And they're like, no. They can't do it. No. No. Because no, Mike Tomlin, that's why. Cause like he just won't be under five hundred. Like that's right. that ship has sailed it's again such, this season. He won't. If, if he was ever gonna lead a, a Pittsburgh Steelers team to a sub five hundred season, it was this year, and there it's not gonna happen. Um. Anyway, of those situations, I honestly, and I know you guys probably won't feel the same way. Maybe maybe you will, Mike. I honestly want to see the Buffalo Bills fuck up and fall out of the playoffs. I that's the situation same. I want to see because I don't think that they've done enough this year. I really don't. And and to see them. Or do I want to see them like walk into an AFC title game and get like waxed by Baltimore? That would be also a lot of fun. So one way or the other, I do want to see the Buffalo Bills sort of have to answer for their mistakes and the way that they ran their team this year. Is that at least somewhat of a consensus? Yeah. yeah. Well, listen, I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm here for the Bills uh, blowing up. And then, and then because then the narrative is going to be uh, Sean McDermott is going to be. Well, who, first of all, whose fault is it going to be? Who's They're going to make it Sean McDermott's fault. Yeah. Right. Oh, oh, yeah. It's, yeah. It, will, it will never be Josh Allen's fault. No. And then, like, their their window might be might be shut because I don't think that Allen. I don't think Josh Allen has it. Like all the things that we say about Dak, I believe more about Josh Allen than I do about Dak Prescott. Well, <clears throat> is it true, Bob? Is Josh Allen not the guy? Is it? Is can we declare that here and now? I mean, I think we declared that what five six weeks ago when we said i i have never trusted him in the red zone i have never trusted i i always thought that he was that quarterback still that we saw four or five years ago against the chiefs throwing backward laterals in the playoffs down seven in the fourth quarter it's like bro what the yeah but like fuck is wrong that, with but that's always, that's always what i've sort of felt about him is it's like i the and i think maybe consensusly this is why people still sort of hold on to like be to not declare that he's not the guy thing because for me a lot of the things he does seem coachable like i feel like if right. somebody can just get their hands on him that knows what the fuck they're doing 
they can coach that shit out of him because physically he's got all the talents. I mean, we've been down this road before. We've had this conversation 7,000 times. But the reason I think this is because I think, and I don't even think you guys will argue with this. Maybe you will. But if you pluck Josh Allen out of fucking Buffalo and dropped him in fucking Pittsburgh, they'd be a, they'd be a good fucking chance Mike Tomlin takes that dude and wins the Super Bowl with him. Like a good, 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 good chance. And it's yeah. like, because it's like, look, he's he's perfect for that system. He's, but he's also, like a better big. He's like a better big. Like man. a better Roethlisberger, exactly. So yeah. it's like he just fits that whole scheme like right away. Um, you even saw it with Rudolph. Like Rudolph, honestly, was a little bit better in that scheme just because he was like a little bigger, like just and just able to do a couple of things that like that offense needs him to do, that like requires some sort of physicality that like Kenny Pickett really wasn't bringing to the fucking table. And this Trubisky certainly wasn't bringing to the table, but you can actually see why they picked up Trubisky for that reason. Right. Like if you look at his like whole profile and the shit that he can do, but I I don't know. I just, it's, it's disappointing to say, you know, but because he's just thing, got, he's so talented and he's so fun to watch at times. Right. That's, but that's, that's like the biggest knock now is because if we identify like what's wrong with his game, you know, he has to know it and he still isn't changing. Well, he obviously doesn't know it. Fucking Dak just learned how to walk the other day. <laughs> he just learned how to walk backwards correctly. So, like, you never know. He's like, I don't know if you guys know this, but there's a better way to walk backwards. Uh, fucking it's fucking pretty crazy. He's not wrong. Oh, man. <laughs> he's, he's, you're out of line, but he's not wrong. Moving on, um, I think the last sort of interesting thing to talk about is Miami still haven't clinched. Um, they just need to win. That's really all they need to do. Uh, but there's a couple of weird scenarios around them, and I'm a little bit more interested in just previewing what they're going to look like inevitably in the playoffs. Um, I think that there's a tape now on how to beat this Miami team, and I think that that's the the real problem that they're facing. Uh, is that true? Is that also true of the Eagles? Like, I think that there's a couple of teams just coming in with, like, negative momentum at the exact wrong time in the playoffs, and I think it's those two guys. Those are sort of reflective of each other in, in each in each division. Yeah, in, in that instance, so the, the, they remind me of you know like the O one Rams, uh, when yeah. everyone, the the greatest show on turf. Show when, on turf. The, they're if you just they're a finesse team. Finesse teams don't historically yeah. do well in the postseason, but this team is just so fucking fast, dude. Like they're just so fast that it, it's not. And now you can't put your hands on a receiver at the line. They get they get two running backs that, that run a four two forty, so. Yes, I think that the, that the way to beat them, like, honestly, <clears throat> I know that you're going to hate this, DK, sorry, but, like, if you're the Dolphins, you don't want to see the Cleveland Browns in the playoffs. You don't. No, I agree with you. I agree with Definitely you. Not. Definitely not. I mean, not, that's yeah. that's absolutely a kryptonite. If they if fucking Miles Garrett can get, get his hands on them, like, he will just twist them up like a fucking – he'll ring them out like a dish rag. That's, that's their fucking kryptonite. I mean, you've seen it. Every team Definitely. has been able to basically bully them if they have any sort of semblance of, like, physicality <laughs> on their team. They've just been able to bully the fuck out of them. I mean – they're they're representative of their coach. I like Mike McDaniel a lot, but he looks easy to bully. I'll be honest with you. I I really do feel like I could bully him quite a bit. <laughs> so, until you talk to him, I feel like he he he's pretty badass. Like, if you hear him talk, he'd be tough to beat in a game of words. Yeah, I mean, I I I've never lost one of those, but I would love uh, to. Do. I feel like the Highlander. I feel like the Highlander. You know? Hearsay, hearsay, hearsay. hearsay. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, so. I just with the Dolphins, I feel like they are the biggest Jekyll and Hyde team that we have in the NFL right now. Sure. You know what I mean? Where, but where you know what like, what the formula is to make them look like Mr. Hyde. It's just pushing oh, around a little bit, you know. But I feel like we're we're looking at two scenarios for them, right? Where it's like we're we're talking about the Dolphins being the underdog team to make it to the Super Bowl, and like they they beat the Ravens, and they're so fast, and they're so or or they get absolutely shit stomped by one of these top AFC teams, the Chiefs, the Ravens, in, in the first or second round, and they are who we thought they were. You know what I mean? Oh, and what, a, what a comment. I, I, feel, I, I feel like there's no middle route for this team, where it's like a close, good game, where you know they, they go out with some resiliency. No, they're either going yeah. all the way or they're getting fucking ass kicked. I, that's That's where I see this team this year. Yeah, I mean, if that was a basketball team, you would be like, yeah, sometimes they put in great performance. Like the Sacramento Kings, you're like, ah, sometimes they put in great performances and sometimes they get blown out. And that just means that yeah. that's a basketball team that can go either way. Like maybe they become the team that's going to be like never getting blown out and they're going to win games or they they become the Timberwolves or the, uh, the you know, like of maybe six years ago. And then the next the next season, they regress completely. So yeah. with but with football teams, 
I think you have to come to the full focus of your identity sooner because there's less games. So you just have to figure out who the fuck you are like very soon. And I think that you hit this as a Zenith as, as opposed to like a middle of the road situation. So now I feel like, what are they going to do to, to edit that at this point in the season? And I just can't, Mike, can you think I can't, there's nothing, maybe you can go add a couple of guys you know, a couple of fucking Lawrence Taylor fucking acolytes in the off season that like, you know, will make your team a little hard, more hard. It's a hell of a fucking acolyte. Bro. Yeah. But I don't, but I don't know because no, I mean, you, you don't have to be as good, but the, you know, you the acolyte of all acolytes. Is yeah. Like... Yeah. But you go, you go and you say, you say, I play like that. You know, I want a guy who, who plays like him, not necessarily know, like, him, know, you know, know, who is as good as him. But I think, <laughs> I, I think you get a couple of hard nosed dudes in there in the off season. Cause at least you've now identified the problem. And I still think the window's there for them. I don't think that they're done after this year, but right now I don't know what they're going to do. Mike. I, I, I just think that <clears throat> we've already seen this team grow year over year. Like last year, this team was one in five down the stretch this year. They, they've, they've just made the decision that they're, that they're going to be better. They, they've improved. I think that I, I don't know if, if you add one of those hard nosed guys on uh, if that's gonna if that's gonna make it. Like I think that the way that the league is trending is more finesse and speed, and so I think I, I mean yeah, the 49ers are probably gonna win the Super Bowl with that with right? almost the exact same team. Like it's the same fucking blueprint. So right. it's literally the same thing. Right. Although they did, you know, they did go out and get Chase Young. <laughs> and they have a Bosa brother. No, no, so, I mean, like, that's I'm different. not saying they're on the same level. I'm just saying yeah, they yeah, play yeah. the same style of offense. That's all. Skill set, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, I mean, I guess we'll see. I just that's my worry for this Dolphins team, like the fact that like there's teams in the league that do what they do better than them, and then there's teams in the league that do the kind of rock to their scissors, uh, quite effectively, right? So like that's my worry with that, like. I unless they sort of add another dimension and I you're saying Mike that they will because they have right they have done it but I, I'm talking about now I'm talking about this year there's just too many teams that can beat them not at home though well we'll and see we'll they're, see they're, gotta win away from get... home if you want to win a championship you know it's so yeah, wild they're, that they're... they could lose that division still it's so crazy to me that Buffalo could still win that fucking division that's not gonna happen that's not going to happen. But you know what? We should all have a pen and a piece of paper and and the Discord chat open when uh, we watch football this weekend because it is a very – it's a fun football weekend, honestly. Yes, it is. And I feel this like – This is one of the best. This is one of the best for sure. So we'll, we'll have a lot to talk about, and we'll have a lot to talk about next week when we reconvene and we do the full playoff um, preview of each game. But I did enjoy talking about these scenarios um and now it's time to wrap up the season uh on the on the score of the mtp uh football predictions game so you shouldn't be dude you shouldn't be because spoiler alert i shouldn't you guys, be you guys we, we kicked ass lost. Yeah. No, you lost yeah, you, real hard uh, uh, yeah, you, you guys got smoked <laughs> you got your asses kicked but we're gonna go through so um so we'll do we'll do both we'll do the we'll, really quickly we'll just power through it um i feel like how positive i got i'm like oh we did good you're a no. positive guy bob it's <laughs> no, one of your best you qualities you're a very optimistic yeah. young man um yeah. but no it turns out that the, the real genius behind your and mike's team was mike and uh that's <laughs> you know you're the belichick and brady of the prediction game um but once you broke, broke you guys up okay fucking you know mike came down to tampa bay and won a chip so. can't do listen you can't do much with mike no i'm just kidding right i'm just kidding, I'm just kidding. <laughs> so <laughs> here we are let's do south to south north north etc cetera, etc cetera. so the afc south you guys said jacksonville we're going to be 11 and 6 the Titans are going to be nine and eight. The Colts are going to be five and 12. The Texans are going to be three and 14. Um, so looking at the South, uh, Jacksonville are nine and seven. So if they lose this weekend, that point is still in play for you guys. Um, now there are a few points. We both have three points still in play, both teams, but uh, you'll see that the score starts to add up that those points in play don't matter. So um, <laughs> you might win the Jacksonville point. You said that, the Colts were going to be five and 12. That ship has sailed. You said the Texans are going to be three and 14. That ship has sailed. And you said that the Titans were going to be nine and eight. And that ship has thoroughly sailed. Now, honestly, one, that one. division, I'm not beating you up on. I, I think that that was a very difficult division to call. Just keep I, going. I, I want to hear it. <laughs> no, I, I really, I really genuinely think that that uh, that's, that's a tough year. Uh, that's a tough year to have had to predict that division because that, you know, <laughs> we've talked about it. Um, the <laughs> NFC South, we said the Falcons are going to be 10 and 7. Saints were going to be 9 and 8. The Panthers are going to be 6 and 11. 
I can spoiler oh, alert. We're that's not my fault. That's that my fault. Uh, the Buccaneers are going to be six and 11 is what we said. Uh, what actually happened. <laughs> it's okay. What actually happened was that uh, Tampa Bay was eight and eight. So that ship has sailed. New Orleans is eight and eight. So we have that point. That's our point. Yep. Um, Atlanta is seven and nine and that ship has sailed. Unfortunately in Carolina is two and 14. Wait, uh, did we say nine? We said nine and eight for Atlanta, right? So if they win this week, they'll be eight and nine. We got the point. We said Falcons 10 and seven is what we said. So that shit. Yeah, that sucks. That sucks. Uh, sorry about that. So we only got one point from that division, but that's okay. Um, okay. AFC East. You guys said the bills would be 13 and four. The dolphins would be 11, and six. <laughs> oh. The jets would be nine and eight. Now to be fair, uh, Aaron Rodgers went down and you had a pass fan in your team. So somehow you said the Patriots were going to be eight and nine. Unfortunately, how it worked out for you guys is that the uh, Bills are currently sitting at 10 and 6, so they're not going to win 13 games. So that ship has sailed. Um, the Miami Dolphins are 11 and 5, so you got that point, your first point on the board. Congratulations. Because they second. are currently at 11 and 6, so whether they go. That's, uh, that's it. That's their second point. Yes. Oh, is it? Oh, I thought mm-hmm. they just had one. Okay, great. Um, good for you guys. Uh, the Jets nine and eight, not going to happen. Patriots eight and nine, not going to happen. Um, the NFC East, Dallas, Philadelphia, New York, Washington. We said Philly were going to be twelve and five. That's we've got that point. Um, Dallas, we said we're going to be ten and seven. They need to lose. They need to lose and go eleven and six. I'm, That's one I'm of our points. Here for that. Still in play. We said the Giants are going to be nine and eight. We were fucking wrong about that, but we did say the Washington Commanders are going to be five and twelve. And if they win, they will be five and twelve. But we've got the point either way. Um, that was fun. Uh, we did really good in the NFC East. Good job there uh, by us. Moving <laughs> on, AFC West. Ooh, this is not a pretty picture. Um, this is bad. So, and I mean, again, it's it's a t- it was a tough year to call the AFC. I have to say. You said that Kansas City Chiefs were going to be 15 and two. Unfortunately, you didn't factor in that they had no wide receivers. The Kansas City Chiefs are currently sitting at literally two. not one fucking wide receiver. Yeah, that ship has sailed for you guys. Now, the Chargers, you said we're going to be 10 and seven. Unfortunately, there is not enough games left for them to win five games uh, in a row <laughs> to make that true. So, so, so sorry about that. The Broncos, you said we're going to be seven and 10. And if they win this weekend, they take that point from you, which would be very upsetting because yep. that would put them at, you were pretty close with the Broncos goes though uh the raiders you said were six and eleven if they win this weekend they take that point for you but both points are still in play for you uh in that division the nfc west mike i think we did bad on this one um no come on no we did pretty good san francisco 12 and 5 they're already 12 and 4 we got that point uh i keep losing my place seattle we said was 10 and 7 if they win we get that point because they win nine games the rams seven and ten that ship has sailed, unfortunately. The Cardinals two and fifteen. Ugh, they just had to win that fourth game. And they just take had to be the Cowboys. They just, they just had to be the fucking Cowboys. They just had to do it. No, it's the Eagles. It's the Eagles. It's the Eagles. Either one. Right. I chose the Cowboys one. You believe they beat the Eagles and the fucking Cowboys this year? It's fucking crazy. I know. Why would you even do that? That's <laughs> just tank, you idiot. <laughs> um, that's fine. No biggie. Uh, so moving on to just the Norths, um, the North remembering. So the AFC North, again, not a pretty picture here. You said the Bengals. Uh, I remember games. this. I was all in on the Bengals. Yeah, I was yeah. all yeah. in You said the Bengals. Bengals are going to win 13 games. That didn't happen. You said the, uh, Baltimore Ravens were going to win 10 games that they streaked by, by that weeks ago. The Steelers, Bobby, the Steelers got you a point. You said they were going to be hey. 10 and 7, and they're 9 and 7. Look, the, the nice things happen to nice people. And guess what? The Cleveland Browns got you a point, too, right? No, they didn't. They're 11 and 5. You said they're only going to win eight games. It's not It's not pretty. You did get a point from Pittsburgh, though. We'd love to see it. And now, Mike, the NFC North, and I know I did sway us a lot in this NFC North prediction, so any kind of badness that happens, I'll take full responsibility for. Uh, the Lions, we said we're going to be 10 and 7. Unfortunately, we are not going to win that uh, point because the Lions had a very good year. Oh, no, wait. They might no, lose. No, we're gonna... They might yeah, lose. lose. If the Lions lose, we get that point. If the bear, the Bears, we said we're going to be 10 and 7. That's definitely my fault. They're not going to be able to win 10 games. Uh, we said that the Packers were going to be 8 and 9, and we got that point. So, because they're currently eight and eight, so it doesn't matter what they You're do. Welcome. The Vikings are going to be seven and ten, and we got that point too. So You're we welcome. might get three out of four in the NFC North. Um, you know, my personal division. So I'm obviously taking full credit for that for that win. Um, now uh, we can do the props. We can go through the props. I don't think it's really anything's really in play, but we can talk about it. Um, 
Jameer Gibbs is who we picked for rookie of the year. I don't think that's going to happen. No. Um, Bijan. We picked Bijan. No, sorry. You guys picked Jameer Gibbs. You guys, you guys picked Jameer Gibbs. We picked Bijan Robinson. I don't think either of them are going to win rookie of the year. So that ship has sailed. Uh, Congratulations to CJ Stroud. Defensive player of the year. You guys picked Mike Parsons. I don't think that's going to happen. We picked Miles Garrett. That still could, I think. Yeah. Um, who's currently the yeah, honest that's in play. Uh, uh, first coach see. fired. You guys picked Dennis Allen, <laughs> and we picked Mike McCarthy because I think we were being my dead. fault. No, it was my uh, fault. You 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 had Josh McDaniels. Did I? Yeah, you said it, and I was like, no, dude, come on, Jimmy G uh, in Oakland with Devontae Adams, no fucking way, dude. Well, I I don't think he's very good at coaching football teams. <laughs> Miles, yeah, Miles Garrett is favorite. <clears throat> okay, great. So we might still win that point too. But anyway, the current the current tally total is at we're six points. You guys are two points. We have three points still in play. You have three points still in play. If you won all three of your still in play points, and we lost all of ours, and we uh, sorry, we have four still in play with the defensive player of the year, and we lost all of ours, you would still only get five points. So unfortunately, this game is over. <laughs> Sorry, that sorry. is a win for the NFC team. We'll see. Who'd you guys pick for? Who'd you guys? Who'd you guys pick for MVP? Who'd you pick for MVP? Uh, I, I, you know I what? Honestly, Bobby has to run. So that's it? all we have time for. Um, this has been a wonderful <laughs> edition of the Football Corner Show. Fun time, happy hour with Dave, Bob, and Mike. Um, I wouldn't call it power ranking show because we didn't talk about the power rankings. But hey, next week we'll be back back talking about the uh, the amazing playoff picture. Hopefully, it's a fucking sick playoff here because the regular season quality has been low. And but for myself, for the real BK, Bob Kelly, for uh, Mike Marcangelo, for our producer Craig. Thank you guys so much. See you next week. Hey, what's happening out there, everybody? This is Lawrence Ross, and I'd like to tell you a little bit about my podcast, The Lawrence Ross Show. Egomaniac. It's a two-hour weekly exploration into my mind. I also do sketches, celebrity impersonations. You're out of order! And I also do song parodies. Not too shabby for a blind guy. Not only are you visually impaired, but you are geographically impaired. New episodes are released every Friday. Check it out on your favorite podcasting platform or listen to it here on Society 13 on Electrocast. Are you a fan of classic cinema or a young person who wants to discover the best films of all time? Do these legendary movies still hold up? On the Generation Film Podcast, two guys who grew up when movies dominated the culture share a great film with a panel of young movie lovers and see how it plays for today's generation. We discuss changes in storytelling styles, representation, and the making of each film, its initial reception, and how its meaning has changed over the years. Join us as we explore cinema classics across generations on Generation Film. Electric acid. Electric acid.